Welcome, welcome, welcome to Making Movies is Hard. <laughs> Was that good? <laughs> a podcast about the everyday struggles of being an independent filmmaker. I'm Art Purcell. And I'm Alex Kellerman. Good and morning. Yeah, we're doing good or, morning, good, morning, <laughs> good evening, and good night. Yeah, it could be any time. People could literally be listening to this at like 3 a.m. if they wanted to. That's true. Uh, and maybe some people do. I don't know. You never if that's know. what happens or not. Yeah. Um, so just really quickly <laughs> to preface the show, just a little preface. <laughs> um, we, we were supposed to have a guest on tonight and the guest um, I couldn't make it, uh, to be polite. And <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so we're going to just do an episode anyways, because I think Kellerman and I, we've wanted to do a, a little solo bolo, as we like to call it, episode <laughs> Don't use that. Um, for a while. We can use that. Uh, that's a comedy bang bang. That's, that's a comedy bang bang thing. I'm a big comedy oh, bang Oh, really? Bang fan, okay, so great. I, I don't mind stealing from the great Scott Ackerman. That yeah, doesn't, okay. that's that doesn't fair. matter. That's fair. He, I mean, he's what is he going to do? He's going to like jump through the <laughs> internet and slap you. us? He's gonna sue me for using solo bolo. Is is Ben, ben <laughs> Schwartz gonna like yeah. come and slap me with a fish or something? I don't think so. I think we're safe. Oh, we're safe. Okay, and good. great. Well, whoo, solo bolo then. <laughs> yeah, solo bolo, baby. Um, I always wish this this show was more funny. I'm just not that funny of a person. Um, oh, I listen to comedy funny. podcasts. I'm funny-ish, but I'm not funny enough to like be on one of those shows or anything. You know. Like, I think that's the kind of level of funny that I would consider to be funny, right? Like, where you could actually <laughs> go on a, a comedy <laughs> podcast and, like, be an entertaining person. I don't know. Anyways, you probably could because you're an actor and, you know, you've done improv, right? And all oh, that you're stuff. too kind. So, yes, I've done improv. Yeah. I, I, sh- I feel like if I lived in Los Angeles, I would take an improv class. If I'd I love, lived in I Los wish Angeles. I had the time and money to take an improv class. I really do. How expensive are they? I mean, they're not even that expensive. I just literally have no money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no money, no. Kellerman. Oh, boo. <laughs> if I had the time, you know, they let you do things like you can, you know, run the little candy shop out front or whatever in exchange for classes. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, but I don't, I don't have the time to donate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're a busy guy. Um just for the listeners, tell everybody like what you do, like on a weekly basis. Basis, like what's your week look like? Like what are you working on? What? Well, why don't we both talk about what we're working on? Because I was gonna okay. before you started recording, I was gonna <laughs> ask you how things have been going. Oh, okay. Um, well, I asked you first. Okay, so for me, <laughs> so you have to answer. <laughs> uh, well, so I work for uh, two producers for a small at a small production company. So. Uh, we are gearing up to film our next big feature, which is super exciting. And uh, I can't really say what it is, but um, it is exciting. And so work is very busy for me right now with scheduling meetings and all kinds of stuff going on. And then uh, I come home and, you know. Question, yeah, question, okay, sure. question. Do you get to work on this next movie, or are they going to keep you locked? No, in your no, I don't get to go. Cage? I don't get to do the fun things. They're Why shoot, not? They're shooting Why in can't Berlin. they let you do that? Yeah, I know that'd be, oh, that'd yeah? be wonderful. But they they go right. Yes, they your go. producers go. They go. So why don't you go and assist them on the movie? Someone's got to hold down the fort. They get another assistant that's paid for by the production oh, on location. Oh, uh, that's such and, a. And you know, such a I'm the one up. dealing oh, with everybody back here. 
That sucks, because that seems like, the to me, the big major perk of working with Fancy Pants producers is that you get to work on their goddamn movies. No, that's know? the perk of being a Fancy Pants producer. Oh, so you have to be <laughs> a Fancy Pants producer uh, to no, work on No, some producers, if I was, if I, maybe if I only assisted one of them, there's a chance that I would go, you know, if there was another assistant at the office. Um, but no, I, I, I assist both of them, and I am the only one here to handle business when they're gone, so... I have to do okay. that. Okay. Um, and that is draining. Is there ever, <laughs> is there ever like any thought or talk of like the company growing and then you getting a promotion and then like you having an assistant below you and then like you're sort of like mega assistant plus like maybe you're doing some associate producer type no, stuff? No, no, I don't think that that is a possibility. I mean, here's the thing: even if I, even if they wanted to grow. Uh, they would only want another producer in the office, and I'm not trying to be a producer. So, okay, you can't be their golden like you know protege because like you don't want to have the job that they want. They'd want you to have basically. Right. I don't want to do what they do. I mean, I would do it if the opportunity presented itself, if a real opportunity. But right, uh, it's certainly not what I'm like <laughs> focused on doing right now. Obviously, I'm a yeah. writer and an actor. Um, yeah. uh, okay, so back to your week. So, yeah, you work for the producers. We all knew that already. Blah, blah. Okay, next. Yeah, so then uh, two nights out of the week, usually Tuesdays and Thursdays, I meet with other assistants, other people in the assistant community, people that I meet through work. Uh, sometimes there's a screening or something, you know, kind of random, random stuff um, related to work but more hopefully to build relationships with the other people who are doing the same similar work, have similar goals or, you know, another part of the business. Wow. So you do that two nights a week? I try to do, yeah, Tuesday and Thursday. Wow. And is it just like through a Facebook community group or something that you're a part of that you find out about these things going on? Or do you have friends that you've made through your work that you... So there are facebook groups that i find meetups and gatherings through and and you know they have mixers and things like that and yeah i go to those and i meet those people um but that's not quite as often the people that i the the dinners that i have scheduled twice a week are generally um people that i deal with so um assistance to the agents that i'm talking that we're talking to for actors or directors or what have you um, assistance to studio executives, you know, all those sorts of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Okay, and then so you do that two nights a week. Then what else do you do? You do? Do, you, do you leave three nights a week for yourself? Like, or do you have other things that you do? Well, the other three nights, yeah, I mean, I leave them for myself. But, of course, there's random things that just happen in L.A. My friends go into this cool thing, and that cool thing's happening. So things happen. But also, like... Um, you know, I have to like try to watch movies and TV shows <laughs> Not, and I love doing yeah. that. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, but I kind of have to be, I have to know what everybody's talking about, you know? Oh yeah. Well, um, but do you, do you only exclusively watch current projects or do you sometimes watch older things too? Like, oh, just, I like, watch all kinds of things. Again, I do it for pleasure also because I love movies and television. <laughs> um, and, but I also, but I guess what I'm saying is I also watch a lot of things that I probably wouldn't watch 
except I, everybody's talking about it. Right. Does that right, make right, sense? Right. I mean, I guess like, probably everyone does that. Like, I had no interest right. in Bird Box, but then everybody oh, yeah. was talking about it, so guess what? I had to watch Bird Box. Why don't you have any interest in Bird Box? I mean, I saw it, and we could discuss this if you'd like. Sandra but, uh, Bullock Netflix movie. It just wasn't appealing Okay, to so with. Sandra Bullock Netflix movie, that are all unappealing things about it. I mean, I like Sandra Bullock, don't get me wrong, just as much as the next person. But the things that are exciting about the movie that you didn't mention are sci-fi, um, you know, edgy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but we're, I'm talking about whatever. before it... Before I watched it, right? I only have the trailer to go okay. on. What does it look like? It it looks like she's angrily yelling at children, and there's uh, that's good. You know, yeah, that's good stuff. Uh, <laughs> it looks like the happening, like you, something right. you can't see. People, you know, going crazy. Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, and the happening wasn't good, so I had just no interest no. in seeing it. it. It turned out, and to be fair, I liked it once I watched yeah, it. Yeah. I- I had major issues with that movie. But, my uh, point is simply I that was I good. don't just spend all my time watching things that I would like to watch, like older right. movies or, you know, You whatever. try to watch things that are in the know because right. you need to be part of the, the, the it, whatever, whatever people are talking about. Yeah, I'm also it. constantly, I don't know if anybody else does this, but I'm also constantly rewatching things when they come yeah. up in conversation. Ah, does that That's make sense? If I have a conversation with yeah. someone and we're talking, they're like, oh, you, you remember that scene in this movie, blah, blah, blah. I'll probably go home and watch that movie that night, even if I've already seen it. Just to like, you know. Oh, really? I always learn stuff when I watch, you know, filmmaking. E- even stuff. even if you already feel like you under you know the scene and you you. Yeah, of whatever, course, because you, you don't notice the little details until you're like really scrutinizing it. Yeah. And every time Unless I rewatch something, the first time. I know it better, you know, so I don't have to pay attention to. Right. The performance, I can look at all the set design. I'm like, what's that thing over there? Oh, there was a camera shake. Did yeah. the guy trip? You know, like, you see yeah, yeah, all yeah. these little things that you didn't see. I mean, I watch some movies I watch over and over again just because I feel like I'm, yeah, I still haven't, like, you know, seen everything that there is to see. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. But, uh, you know, some nights I just go home and go to sleep <laughs> you know, if I'm really tired. And, but you're a writer, right? So, but but do you but do you do you have like a writing schedule of any kind? No no no. I write whenever I, I can. Some nights up. I do go home and write, but oh, that's okay. pretty rare. I I actually, generally speaking, I write all day Saturday and all day Sunday. That's okay, kind of so you my save your writing for the weekends when okay. I can. So what is your? You like wake up like nine a.m., have breakfast, then like sit down at your computer and start writing. Yep. Like what does your writing look like? That's about right. Wow. <laughs> I also, of course edit uh you know the little short films that i make and oh, right. kellerman's and um Ke- kellerman hates you know. things is that a thing what is it kellerman uh no, not kellerman, anymore. kellerman hates fruit is uh no no not that one there's another thing. one it's like kellerman's something or other it's you've been doing it nope. lately where you just comment on something are you like uh you're talking about common sense kellerman common sense kellerman that's the one I like yeah. that one. That's a fun one. My Instagram show. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I have mixed feelings about it. Really? It's really funny and like weird. I like it. It's good. Uh, I have gotten more compliments and friend outreach based on that 10 second show that I've been putting out on my Instagram than any other short film I've ever made. Oh really? Well, how many hits do your common sense Kellermans get? Like only like a hundred or something. I'm not famous. Right. 
yet. <laughs> you know? Well, yes, hopefully. <laughs> I don't think Common Sense Kellerman's going to be the thing to do it. I don't know. Uh, and it, you never it, know. I mean, it's cute, it's funny, it's super easy to make, but, you know, part of it hurts just a little bit. <laughs> oh, really? Why? Because you're just being negative too much? No, no, no. Just because people that I haven't spoken, you know, I see people and they're like, the first thing they say is like, hey, oh my God, the new Common Sense Calorie is amazing. I got some ideas for you. Okay. And I've made... <laughs> So why is Lots that a bad of thing? short films and web series and things, and just right. and none of them have ever gotten that reaction before. So that's good. You're going in the right direction. Well, yeah, you could look at it that way. I can't but... be bummed that like no one likes Brother or like no one talks about the Rage or even has opinion. Like, I say, if I was like mad about that stuff, you know, or bummed, and then especially if someone said something nice about something newer I made, I couldn't be upset. No, of about course, that. I hey. I love the love. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, love, love the love. I, I love it. I love that people love it, and that's why I keep making them, obviously. But, right. you know, I kind of wish people watched and reacted to the five to ten minute short films that I make in yeah. the same way. And maybe that's just asking too much because it's a totally different thing. And the number one comment people make is like, oh, it's ten seconds long. I can watch it with no sound. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's so, it's a very easy yeah. commitment to make to watch that's something that's di- 10 seconds long. Yeah, that's a different uh, – Yeah, it's a totally different thing, and I get that. Well, I, I, my whole thing is you know, you can't really dwell on why someone hasn't liked something that you made in the past. It's just like just make more things, you know, and then maybe one day people will really like the next thing that you make, you know, but you can't really like worry about – why someone didn't like or you didn't get enough hits or didn't get into a festival or whatever. So I think it's that's good true. that you're just making shit. That's a good tip. Even if it's 10 seconds, you know, like that's better than making nothing. That's zero seconds long. Well, that's what was happening. So uh, at the beginning of the year, I was getting a lot of rejection for things that seemed really promising at the end of last year. And yeah. I was feeling kind of <laughs> down and, we got joint rejected we, together. We yeah, we, the one same of our pain. projects that we made together got rejected, <laughs> but that's okay. We, we should it's really fine. put it out to more places. But anyways. I know. I don't know how to do that. People say, I took it out. Well, I'm taking first it out. step I, is I move to Los Angeles. I don't know how to take no, things out I'm anywhere. Kidding. How can I take things out? Take it out. Well, take take it out know, where? Outside? You got to know people. You got to know people to take it. <laughs> yeah, you got to know the right people. You got to be in the right crowds, right? 100%. Yeah. Got to have a manager, um, have an agent, you know? They can help you take it out. <laughs> I mean, that's true. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I You're mean, right. hey, maybe I'll move to Los Angeles one day and maybe I'll be able to take things out. We'll see, you know? You're going to take it out. But maybe I, I can take it. things out here. That's what I want to do. Mm, like seems less likely. Okay. Thanks, Calman. <laughs> Appreciate the enthusiasm. No, no, no. Hey, it could happen for anybody. I'm not I'm not trying to be negative. No? You just are negative? I want nothing but the best. I'm not negative. That wasn't <laughs> I was just, negative. I was kidding. <laughs> That's a little bit of a joke just because one of when you your first episode came out um of, of the co-hosting the show and someone sent me this long email about how jaded and negative and all terrible you were and uh I don't know. I sent it to you. It was funny. But Yeah, I remember. It yeah. hurt. Oh, did it? Really? No, I'm kidding. No, <laughs> it didn't hurt. I'm too negative and jaded for that to hurt. I don't have feelings. Right. You're a monster. 
<laughs> uh, no, actually, that was I was kind of shocking, actually, because I, I'm so not a negative person. And right. actually, what's really funny is a couple days later, someone was making fun of me for being so positive and good natured. And I said, you know, oh, that's funny. It's kind of funny you say that because I just put out this podcast and somebody said the exact opposite. That's hilarious. Yeah, I guess there's a lot. You of... never know how you come across in these things. Well, right? I there's mean, I also could be being sarcastic and people don't know. Or there's a lot of jaded people in L.A. too, right? So like that person That's could have just been Maybe like way more jaded than you. You don't you know. know. <laughs> you don't know what other people are dealing with. Yeah. So they were calling me negative. Maybe they were actually just projecting. Yeah, it could be. Who knows? Who knows? What was that? Say that person's name. I'm oh, just kidding. Um, I'm kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> Tarkin, maybe. I don't. I don't, I don't a, remember, and I don't. I don't it think doesn't that's matter. Really it does, they, sh- they shall remain anonymous. No, but they they love the show. I think they said something nice about you after that too. So I think it was oh, good. like whatever. <laughs> or someone else said someone something nice about you. I, I, I remember think that they just <laughs> didn't like the fact that I'm so certain that success is is almost entirely based on who you know right well we don't want to go over this conversation again because we could just have this whole thing the rehash no yeah i mean i think a lot of it is putting yourself out there so you can meet people and maybe one of the people you meet will push you a little bit further on your journey you know true and and that's a good way that's a great way to look at it and maybe you'll push them a little bit further on their journey you know it's like we're just pushing each other on our journeys like that's all we're doing as creatives and people you know um so i feel Mm. like it's not really about like i think sometimes when you talk about networking and knowing the right people it can kind of get this to this thing where it's like you know you like you're using people or it's dirty somehow or whatever but i think like the more that you think about it as like we're all just helping each other out hold on a second that's not networking isn't dirty or sleazy no. There are dirty and sleazy people who will pretend cuz here's the thing. When I go and meet these people, look, here's the these thing. people. When, okay. <laughs> when I go and meet uh, with other assistants or other people in the industry that I've met and we go out for drinks or dinner or coffee or whatever, that is not you know, we're we're just seeing if we get along if we have similar tastes sometimes i go out and meet with somebody and they're like you know oh i make period dramas uh okay well i make goofy comedies and maybe i'm interested in horror so i don't think you know i I don't like uh period stuff so i don't think we're gonna work together and then i generally don't have much contact with that person anymore you know like people weed each other out we we find out oh we're not really that similar so you know, moving on. But then I meet people that I have long lasting relationships with and that isn't, there's nothing disingenuous about it, you know? Right. Cause you yeah. know, it's Hollywood. If someone doesn't like you or they even think that you're after something, they're probably just going to stop talking to you. Right. I mean, I think it's, it's so hard because like everyone is after something. Right. But I think it's just about, well, but it's not necessarily after something from you. Right. We're all after something. We're right. all after our dreams, right? That's what we're doing. Right. But I mean, I think like, you know, it's 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 more like how you present yourself and like that I think asking for a handout is is never 
the good thing to do, right? No, of course. You and, shouldn't do that until you have a relationship with someone. Right. But, like, telling I mean, really, someone, you shouldn't even do it then, but, you know. Well. If you have to. Depending, I guess, on the relationship, I suppose. Yeah, of but, course. But, I mean, I feel like it's all about just talking about what you're doing and who, who you are and what you're working on. And I think there's nothing wrong with that. Like, to talk about your project or projects or the work that you're doing. And, yeah, of course. you know... I think it's just, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, well, you never know. And, and honestly, you know, the people I've had the most success with are not people who I've met out with for drinks. Oh yeah. People that I've met elsewhere. Like where? Uh, at my old job back when I worked at Apple or on other film shoots. Um, you know, I met, there was a girl who was just taking, like, behind-the-scenes photos on one of the Luberger music videos that I worked on. Oh, yeah. And uh, we, like, you know, struck up a conversation and a friendship, and now she's back in New York, but we keep talking, and now we're probably going to collaborate on a short film of some kind. Oh, that's so, awesome. So, you know, it's like you never, you don't know where you're going to meet people. Yeah. And it's got to be like the right project too for you to collaborate exactly. on with somebody, you know, and the right Yeah, like, for anybody who's ever tried to start a project with the wrong person or the wrong project with someone, generally they don't get finished or they turn out poorly. <laughs> right, right, exactly. And I things mean, you can tell. Yeah, and things don't really necessarily happen very quickly, you know, when you meet somebody and you start a relationship with them, it's like it grows over time and then Maybe you end up working together on something. Maybe you don't. Maybe you support their work. Maybe they support your work, whatever, you know, and then you never know what's going to happen, you know, five years, 10 years down the line. It's all, I mean, it really has to do with like who is talking about you. Right. Someone is like, yeah, you know, we could really use a horror director. You know, and I, and I happen to be throw standing out your name. In, in that room. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Assuming you're not in the room. Is there anybody else who might be in that room who would think of you? Right, exactly. And not think of two or three other friends first, right, but think right, of you. Right, exactly. That yeah, you're going to have to have a relationship with someone for them to do that. That's a really that's a really good point because I feel like most of my work uh, as a videographer or an editor or whatever, like that's kind of how it happens is like somebody needs to exactly. find somebody to do something and then they're like, oh, yeah my friend Ulrich or this guy that I worked with last week or whatever, or who is Ulrich, it would be perfect for this. And then my name gets passed around and then I get, maybe I get the job or I get the chance to at least send my reel over for the job or something, you know, it's exactly the same way. So I could totally see in what Los you Angeles. mean is like, if I'm in the place where people are making horror movies or sci-fi movies or whatever. Yeah. Then you're more likely to have just talked to them before they went into that meeting. <laughs> right. I mean, just bar none. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. But anyways, I mean, so listen, so, right. so what? Okay. The whole, this, this is actually a tangent. If you recall, what we were oh, talking about was when, uh, so there was like a lot of rejection at the beginning of the year and I was feeling super unproductive. Right. You know what? This part of the conversation doesn't even matter anymore. We've moved on so far away from it. Okay. I, I trust you. I, basically, I wanted to put something out, so I started making Common Sense Gellerman. The ache of not putting something out was so great. <laughs> I was working on so many other people's things that I just uh, 
I had to put something out, so I started making Common Sense Kellerman. Nice. Well, I think that's great. I think that's the way that it, the, a lot of projects come about is just from, you know, the desire to to have to make something, you know, because it's just it's been too long, or you have something to say, or whatever. Yeah, I just want people to have common sense. I feel like most people can. <laughs> Yeah, identify with that. Oh yeah, I mean that's like total. Like, cause what we're talking about in the Lou Burger live show is like, what can people relate to? Like, what is something that people will will want to click on or or you know that they can watch that they can understand? It's like the things that you're putting in the common sense Kellermans are are those things like in super bite sized form, basically. Right. How? What was the feedback like on that episode? You didn't send me any feedback from that one. Um, didn't really get much, to be honest. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, people. I think they liked didn't it. Like the music, yeah, huh? no, I think people liked it. <laughs> I think I got a couple comments saying that they thought it was interesting and it was something different, and <laughs> someone said that they're now Real a fan. Different. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I never did a live musical <laughs> show before. That's different. Um. That yeah, was fun. That, that it took was a lot was, of hard work. I was it. I don't know. It was it was a little hard work, but yeah, I, I liked that we did it, and I thought it was really fun to do, and it was good to be in Los Angeles. It was and fun. Do something and meet new people. Um, but I don't know. I just <laughs> I feel like I have a really hard time understanding like how many how many people actually like the show now. Like since Timothy is gone, <laughs> like is the show even any good like i i i've only really gotten positive feedback but i feel like i haven't gotten as much feedback as i used to get when timothy was around all Um, right then we gotta hey if you're listening right now email alric right now pull over (laughs) and email alric what's your email address oh man making Uh, movies is hard podcast at making movies is hard dot com uh, is podcast at making movies is hard.com email alric let him know you watch the show listen tell him you, you love me you can't watch it my name is alex kellerman yeah <laughs> but so a listener so I, I i said something to akin to that on this bonus episode i did when the patreon page was released a, a few weeks ago or whatever um which is doing okay oh, yeah. congratulations I guess. how's that going i don't know any donations yeah like i think we got like five people you don't know if there's any donations no i know there's like five people Boy. you know and I, at first i was like oh we, we have like <laughs> two people a week like this is good like we're getting like you know whatever like people are interested and then and then that third week and hit. then third week hit and no one <laughs> gave a fuck <laughs> and so then i was like well maybe the podcast shouldn't exist like that's uh that's interesting and I've got I've got two people on here who are watching it but have not given anything yet. This solo bolo just turned into a fundraiser. Uh, <laughs> so I've got what one two. Go donate. I've got four people. Just kidding. Uh, two of which, well, three of which are friends. One being uh, Matt and Lowe from Just Shoot It. Wonderful. Um, hey, thanks, Matt and yeah. Lowe. Yeah, and then Clint. Who did you thank these people by name? I did. I said in the beginning of, oh, okay, of episodes, I was I like, the, this, I didn't host that episode. this episode brought to you by Matt Enlow. I did the whole deal. Ah, uh, no, I did listen. I did hear yeah, that. Yeah, there hear you that. go. Um, 
Yeah, and Patrick Brennan's a friend. He, he thank you, Patrick. And uh, Kevin O'Brien is not a friend. Well, we don't have to go through the whole list. Well, again. we're done. We're done. That's it. Hopefully, there's, <laughs> there's a no, new there's list. Nobody else. There's more people. Yeah. Soon. So I don't know. Maybe they're wait. People are waiting for more perks to be put on there, or bonuses, or whatever. I don't know. That's definitely it. What perks are you going to introduce? I have a whole list what of perks. perks can you do? But I can't. I ha- but none of them really have been, you know, taken. Like I guess. People who have put some money in there should be getting perks. They, whatever bonus episodes are released, I think three, two people get out of the four. <laughs> bonus episodes. Yeah, but I don't know if that's a worthwhile perk, buddy. You got bonus episodes aren't worth ep- while. Alric, Alric will leave a voicemail. He'll he'll make your voicemail recording. Yeah, your outgoing. Voicemail. I I have something like that. I have like an hour long conversation or something is one of the perks. <laughs> if you want to talk to me and get some advice for an hour, I will talk to you for an hour. Uh, how many Don't takers? Money Zero to talk to me. <laughs> well, well, no, it's like you're a great conversationalist, Alric, get... but. Not to talk to, but like to get a like a consultation. Like How about a making movies is hard podcast T-shirt? Yeah, that costs money to make. I have to do that. <laughs> right. All right. What are the free? All right, let's move off the Patreon. We don't need to dwell on this. It's out there. People can check it out. <laughs> right, if they anyways. want to do it, they can. Whatever. Sorry, uh, I got excited. I got excited at the opportunity to pimp the show. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Much appreciated. Um. Of course, of course. Yeah. Um, I love you, Alric. Oh, I love I, you so, too, tell me. So, what about you? How's you, what have you been doing lately? This year's been nuts. It's been very different. Um, I've been doing a lot of post production. Actually, I uh, started the year as an editing assistant. Post production. Yeah, I was do working on a Honda commercial as a assistant editor, and um, also a Facebook spot as an assistant editor for like three weeks in January. So started off the year hot with that. And then I was editing at another company like right before that for like a day. And then when that assistant editing job ended like two weeks later or something, I got more work at that other place as an editor. So then I was there for like, like basically two weeks, roughly like spread out a little bit, but then I'm still working for them. So that's been really great. And doing like Cisco videos for Cisco and stuff and corporate things, but yeah, that's the rapper with silver hair. Yes, indeed, exactly. Cisco music videos. No, Cisco the you know um, the company. Thong the thong thong thong. Right? No, man the uh, the tech company. Cisco C I C O. I know what you're talking about. I'm just oh, kidding. Man. Well, for a second, I was like, does anyone outside of Silicon Valley know what Cisco is? I figure they should. Yeah, yeah. Cisco, it's a computing company. Right, exactly. Um, so, yeah, but it's... They make software for anybody who doesn't... Right. <laughs> but it's been cool because at this editing, these editing companies, these post-production companies, like I'm working in like super baller editing suites, like with humongous monitors and... You know, I'll have like an, a graphics guy that's like with me for the project. And so like I'm doing the editing. They're doing the graphics. I got a producer working with me. It's like we got like a little team here like making videos. It's super fun. What is your credit? What editor. Are, what's your technical title? Editor. Nice. Yeah. And you're getting paid well for that? Yeah. Yeah, man. Are you in the guild? No. 
Are you in the editing no. union? No one gives a shit about editing unions in the Bay Area. I, I know in Los Angeles, like, you really <laughs> need to be in, like, the editing union if you're going to yeah, do any work in, in L.A. And I've actually been told, like, yep. it, you know, that might be a good way for me because I, I've heard that, um, you know, the shooting like landscape in Los Angeles is way more difficult than it is here and like way like right. lower rates all around for you doing the type of work that I do here. Like where, whereas on this side, uh, you know, of California, we get paid pretty well for doing corporate video, you know? Um, so right. I just feel like if I, that's why so many of your guests do it. I assume. Oh yeah, totally. So, I mean, I, I figure like <laughs> if I was to um, move to Los Angeles maybe I would sort of switch to doing the editing and just like, you know, get in with a company over there, um, you know, and, and join the union if I have to or not, you know, whatever. Um, wait, 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 editing. Yeah. But you still want to direct. Right. Right. But you have to make the money somehow. Like you have to have a day job. Right. You can't just. OK. You know... OK. So you're just talking about for your day job. Right. Right. Not for like my full career. Not not like turning it into your career. <clears throat> no, no, no. It sounded like you were saying you would want to edit for the rest of your life. I mean, I could edit for the rest of my life if I had to. And I would enjoy it greatly because I, I have no problem sure. sitting behind a computer all day. Uh, but no. But you're still. Yeah. Okay. But the directing is the number one you're thing. Still oh, directing. yeah, absolutely. And I'm trying to direct okay, as great, as many. I don't want you to. No, give that I'm up. trying to direct as much as I can, and you know, I even it was did, pretty heartbreaking when Timothy gave up. Oh yeah, I got like lots of text messages and emails and things from people. I'd see people who knew us like at, on jobs, and they'd be like, "Timothy's leaving. Like, what's going on? Like, oh my oh, god, really? Yeah. It was like it was like there was waves, man. There were huge waves when Timothy yeah, left. I felt it. Yeah. Um, but you know we're still friends. I I, st- I see him every month. We have a once a month like night where we hang out in, in person. So that's been do really you? Nice. I thought about calling him the other day just to say you should because I don't hear his voice every morning and every weekend. Yeah, anymore. you absolutely should. I think he would enjoy that or text him I at will. least. I will. You know, I'll hit him up. A nice little text message is always good. If you want, I can ask you the I can ask you the questions that I had prepared for our guest who didn't show up, and then you could try to answer those questions. <laughs> No, <laughs> let's that not interview me. Let, no, let's talk. Let's so not. wait. So okay. So you're 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 editing now. Well, yeah, it's like my How day job. How are things basically. going with uh, the alternate? Really well, actually. Um, yeah, things are coming along. I've been putting a lot of work into it. Um, when I was at the assistant editing job, I was not working all the time every day, so I would get to like work on the movie. Uh, like for some days, like the whole day, like I would do nothing at my job, uh, that was for my job and I would just work on the alternate. So that was like really cool. Um, the teaser trailer is like done ish now at this point, it still needs some more sound work. I just got a new sound cut in on the teaser trailer, uh, the other day. And, uh, if Colin listens to the podcast, I'm sorry, Colin, it's not there yet. My friend, (laughs) we need to do more work. Um, but, uh, but you know, well, hey, you know that's a process. It just uh, you know you got to go back and forth with the notes there. Um, but yeah, so that's good. And then um, we're probably gonna do a fundraising event for the film uh, before we do a crowd crowd crowdfunding campaign. If we do a crowdfunding campaign, so what kind of fundraising? Are you talking about like a bake sale? 
Yeah, bake sale. I'm going to make cookies, um, and uh, they're going to each cost $1,000 for a cookie. So every cookie is $1,000, and uh, that will raise the rest of the movie that way. Um, money for the movie. Perfect. No. No, we're um, we're doing – it's more like a targeted investor fundraiser. So we will invite more people who aren't just investors, but it's mainly going to be like a viewing party uh, for the teaser trailer to like show the teaser trailer in person for the first time to like 10 to 20 potential investors and then also invite like some other people filmmakers cast and crew like you for instance would be invited to this um that that's oh, the that's idea sweet. and i it, can't and help you at all i know but that's not the point <laughs> the point is for you to be like another person to like clap when the trailer ends you know and like oh you, you want know. me to be your hype man no problem bro <laughs> right. i got you covered exactly and oh, just to make man. it more of a it's party it's gonna be the best teaser i've ever seen in yeah. my fucking life yes well it was gonna be a cast and crew screening as well was the other idea to to mix in with the investor people but then sure. it's it's that looking like it's gonna happen in los angeles now so if it happens oh. in, in la then most of the cast and crew won't come because they're all bay area based um, but that, that's mm-hmm. why someone like you would come because you live close to the Hollywood Hills and you could make it. Um, yeah. I'd love to come watch it. Obviously. Yeah. So, so that's the current like big thing that's happening. Um, we don't have a date yet, but it seems like it's going to happen. So, uh, that's exciting. We've got a, a bunch of new potential <laughs> investors that were like, you know, sort of, um, you know, starting the conversations with. So I feel like it's ramping up to like getting fully funded really soon. And then if it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like I'm still going to just make the movie for the money that I have, you know, and, and do that at the end of the year. Like I said, I was going to do last year. Like I'm actually going to do it this year. So basically like, come, what prevented you from doing it last year? Um, I think not raising enough fast enough. And then when we did raise the last bit of money that we would allow us to make it, like I didn't have it in hand at the time so i was like just not thinking that we were there yet and i guess i was also just sort of thinking like okay we can do more like we're not done fundraising yet you know um and i wasn't ready to do a crowdfunding campaign at at the time basically we didn't raise enough money quickly enough and then when we did get the last investment we didn't have cash in hand so it was sort of like yeah maybe it's not the right time and i guess i felt a little bit of excitement over wait, getting wait, wait. that investment this, that, that could now hold on i don't understand what you just said what you got the investors but you didn't have cash in hand on the le- on the latest one you know so when they said yes and they said they were going to put them the money in and they agreed it was like no it was a future it was like commitment. november right and then i don't know if you've raised money for anything before but it's very rare that you uh nope. <laughs> yeah it's very rare. And actually, it's never happened. Well, actually, it actually happened once. It did happen once, but only once. But it's never like they say, yeah, I'll put in X amount of money into your movie. Let me write you a check right now. Like, no one writes a check at the moment. You know, like, you have to, like, send them the papers and they review the papers. And then, you know, weeks pass and weeks pass. And then eventually they send you the check, you know. Um, it always takes a long time to get the actual check. So basically when I got the investment like um you know agreement I didn't get a check at that time and so not having that check I understand doesn't allow you to 
you can't make the movie right <laughs> until you get the check. And and I, I think also like I had like an excitement over getting that securing that investment. And so I felt like, okay, well I can do more of these, you know? Um, so anyways. And now three months later, do you still feel the same? Yeah, I do. Like what I was talking about with this Great. investor, um, you know, this investment thing that we're going to do this fundraising event. I feel very confident, um, getting lots of positive, uh, feedback to the teaser trailer. Cause the picture is locked. The visual effects are locked. It's just the sound. That's not hundred percent final, but it's the, I have a version of it that I think is strong enough to send out. And, and my producer, Jeff was like, don't even bother remixing it. He's like, it's good enough. Like just send it out as is. So yeah, I didn't notice any problems with the sound and I think it looks great. <laughs> oh, thanks man. Cause I sent it to you already. I guess I must've, um, that's you cool. sent me a, a rough version. You said you're still tweaking it, but what I saw looked pretty good. Nice, man. Thanks. Yeah. So, um, so yes, yeah, so I feel like I'm feeling really confident about it. I think that, you know, if we didn't raise any more money for whatever reason, like we could do a Kickstarter of some kind or a crowdfunding campaign of some kind and raise, you know, at least another $20,000. Um, and that stuff is so intimidating. I just to me. think Hearing that you guys talk about it gives me anxiety. Yeah, I think we could do it. So, I mean, that would probably be like the other thing to do that if I didn't secure any of these investors that we would just do a crowdfunding campaign and then go out and make the movie kind of at the same time, basically just do it back to back, you know? Uh, and that's a, by the end of 2019. Yeah. I guess probably like, you know, if June or July rolls around and we don't have another investor on board, then it's like, we're doing it. We'll just do it. <laughs> you know, we'll just do it with what we have. And rock and roll awesome. yeah so because i, I really want to try to get it in um to the uh next year's slate of film festivals um not cool counting oh, Sundance. Yeah, you gotta get cracking that yeah so i think like south by southwest is usually like it's like ninth or it's like september or october or something but then my producer said that he could turn in a, a movie a little bit later because he knows people there, you know, and then he's like actually turned in movies. Well, like, yeah, okay, as late but as you don't January. want to push it. Yeah, that's what I, exactly. So we're that's what we're trying to shoot in the summer is like the plan is to shoot like July. Okay, you know? okay, I'll act in your movie. <laughs> you want the lead role? You got it. <laughs> Not sorry, uh, but you could definitely have a role in it for sure. I'll put you in the movie. You're a good actor, so yeah. Thanks, you want to be the sound guy? You be the sound guy. I was Done. totally kidding. No, act as the sound guy. Yeah, you want to act? There's a sound guy in the movie. He's got a pretty good scene. He's got two scenes. Um, oh, yes, with lines too. Um, hey, yeah, yes, you could do I'll that. Do it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's there's a couple other roles like that I could, but I think that's probably the best one. Uh, you know, <laughs> that you would be a good. What do I have for. to do for the audition? Nothing. Can I keep my clothes on? Yeah. This, this one time only. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so things are going good, man. I mean, I'm also like, uh, as always, taking on too much. And I, I did a uh, a video for a running club a couple weeks ago that uh, is gonna be like uh, another like directing sample that I could use for like more commercially style pieces. Um, so okay, that was cool. good to do that and to then, direct commercials. Yeah. Um, Great. Did I tell you about the commercial I directed last year? This vodka commercial? Did I tell you about that? Um, no. Yeah, I directed a vodka commercial uh, last summer, 
and we finished it like and delivered it to the client um, in December and I've been waiting for it to come out and it hasn't come out yet. And so I, and I just, every week I just don't email them to ask them why it hasn't come out yet. And I think I have to email them this week and be like, why haven't you guys released it yet? Like, please release this thing. Cause it'll yeah. really help me if follow it up. Out. Yeah, I know I should, I should. Um, <laughs> do I, you ha- not have a copy of it? I do like for your reel or something. Oh, I do. Um, I haven't put it out. I'd be on the showing reel. that shit all over town. I show it here and there when 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 I, when I put, put it, it on your Instagram, dude. No, <laughs> you probably can't do that. No, I get in trouble. Can't do that. Naturally. That would be bad. Um, <laughs> but uh, but anyways, so yeah, but the things have been good, and I'm I'm maybe gonna co-direct a short film with somebody um, soon, which is exciting. Um, I know it's not a Kellerman joint, which is unfortunate because I really did want to direct something. It is. That you we wrote. should. We really got to make something together. Yeah, totally. I'm. I'm also trying to and do stop more. Just talking s- about it. This is for anybody yeah. who doesn't live in Los Angeles. This is like the conversation that you have with every other filmmaker. Oh yeah. On a regular that we just basis. talk about making Why movies and don't make something. Them? Yeah. Right, and then you just don't. And then you just don't. <laughs> you keep you keep wanting to, right? And it never materialize materializes. Right. Well, I'm trying to make uh, these these like one day short films. Like that's like this thing that I'm into is like just going out. Yeah, I've been trying something. to like think of a good idea for you. I want to write one for you, but yeah, your your uh, hasn't dawned on me yet. Your hand thing, your arm thing you sent me is like close to being that. It's just not that enough for yeah me. i get it you hate it i understand i, don't hate it. I it's just fine like, i'll make that know. without you that's fine i don't hate it i'm for, kidding just so you know <laughs> <laughs> but i guess it's yeah it doesn't really feel like the right thing for me but yeah that's it i guess um it definitely isn't right how's that <laughs> damn <laughs> ouch <laughs> uh, <laughs> you said it yeah i did say it um well here <laughs> let, let, let me ask you a question um this is a question that that came from a listener who was fed up with me asking stupid questions um he said that i always ask <laughs> uh like what was the most challenging part of x you know and he hates that question he just thinks it's a stupid you know tropey question and so um what he suggested that i ask is the following um, and I'm going to ask you this question. Okay. What disadvantages or advantages have you had in your life that has affected your filmmaking? Advantages and disadvantages that have led to that, that have affected my filmmaking. Well, hmm. yeah. Like what, is, what has you made know, it harder for you to do your stuff and what has made it easier for you to, to make your stuff? Sure. Sure. Well, I'm a cisgendered white straight male. Oh, don't. Uh, so things don't, were easy before even, and now. <laughs> don't even. Call them in. No, I'm kidding. I uh, hope li- you're no, kidding. no, no, no. To answer your question more seriously, <laughs> we, we I need to talk about. I mean, I am those we things. Need, we need but to talk I'm about, about that, that being a factor. later because I feel like this is something I've been hearing a lot lately that's just very frustrating to me. It's like, you know, like, uh, I don't know. God damn it. It's so fucking annoying. Um, 
Uh, we really shouldn't get into the politics no. of it because it upsets a lot of people, you know? I mean, it, it does. Oh, it, it's I'm a, a white it's a guy. It's subject. so hard for me to make my things now. Oh, it's so tough. It's like, dude, right. fucking that, man <laughs> up. That narrative like, is Jesus completely unsympathetic. Christ. I just, it's like Obviously. we've had our time for hundreds of years in in life and like the whole time filmmaking has been a thing, we have had the advantage like let someone else well, take a you chance. Know, I, I, you know, that's sort of where I differ uh, from that sort of line of thinking. Only because, uh, you know, there's all this like we, 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 but I haven't done any of it. <laughs> I haven't gotten to do any of it, and I haven't benefited from any of it. Well, so, you probably uh, benefited from you know, being a white guy in more ways than you realize. Sure, and I'm sure that it's in a lot of ways that I haven't even recognized. Because there's no way for me to know because of my privilege and right. yada, yada, yada. It's all true. It's true. And I have, there's no excuse and uh, things are changing for the better. Yeah. So let's exactly. leave that part of the conversation at that. Things are changing for the better. Let's hope they continue yeah. in the direction that they're going. There you go. That's, a, that's exactly what we Moving should all be on. saying. <laughs> when people say other things besides <laughs> that, I get upset. Answer... <laughs> okay, to answer my question, answer uh, the question. To answer your question... Um, when I, I have the advantage of having, uh, my father be supportive of what I want to do. Uh, my, my mother passed away when oh, okay. I was young, so she's not really right. a factor, but my father has always supported what I wanted to do and supported me in my writing. And, you know, when I graduated from high school, he bought me a camera. And so like, I feel very lucky to have had that and he loved movies he's always showing me old movies and you know nice his favorite movies are from the 50s and 60s and that's awesome um yeah i feel very lucky to that is an advantage in my opinion um speaking of my mother passing when i was 18 i got a small inheritance um which i used i started to use it for school but uh, when I realized it wasn't going to last that long, I took what I had and I came out to Los Angeles. So I had wow. the adv- that advantage as well nice. of getting a small uh, lump of money that allowed me to like move out here when I was yeah. young and kind of flexible and able to do that. Yeah, there you go. Uh, the disadvantages I have is that I have ne- I don't come from money and I don't have a lot of money, <laughs> uh, so um, that makes it you know that is difficult to me. I don't know anybody with money. Um, so <laughs> when it comes to making movies where money makes a big difference in what you're able to do, uh, that's a huge disadvantage. When I moved here, I didn't know anybody. That was a disadvantage. I hadn't, you know, been going to school with people who were here. Um, I'm, you know, I sort of did, but it all, not until years later did that really start to, to manifest. Right. And, um, so I so I didn't know anybody in the industry, so I that was a huge disadvantage. And then you know I guess now I have the advantage of knowing someone who kind of helped me get in at a very base right. level. Um, and so now I have to like turn that into right. something. I feel like the disadvantage. Does that answer your question? It does. I just think the I'm not rich disadvantage is not a real answer. The the other person I asked this question to said the same thing. Um, so what's another disadvantage, uh, that you feel like has affected your film? What do you mean? Poverty is like the definition of disadvantage. I mean, but most people will say that. 
I guess. We're, right? We live in a capitalistic society. If you don't have money, you don't have. Okay, but just just give me, right? but just give me I mean, another that's... disadvantage besides not being rich. <laughs> okay, give me one more. Well, we are talking specifically about yeah. filmmaking, so that's the only reason I mentioned that. I never considered myself, right. you know, terribly disadvantaged or disenfranchised or anything like that. Right. I just we're. I'm trying to think of, right. you know, things so you don't, but you don't think there's anything else that, about your situation um, in your life that has made it more difficult for you to, 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 you know, go after this career. Like, no, I, I, I don't have nothing to complain about. I'm uh, healthy. I'm, you know, I, I have a yeah. job. I have an apartment. I have people who look, care for me. I have close friends. Yeah, I would say the other thing about you um, that I, I, I would yeah. never consider myself disadvantaged right but, you know well yeah. you asked a question no i know that forced me to conjure <laughs> well disadvantages i feel <laughs> related I feel, to my film i feel like saying something like you know you know i have all my limbs right and i'm uh not dis- you know i'm not horribly ugly or right anything. right so yeah. it's like i have the ability to write yeah i mean you know i think like if you were like a very shy person right like that would be like another disadvantage maybe if you weren't if you were an introvert yeah you're an extrovert that's probably your advantage is that you're an that's outgoing person I would say. you know and that you're easy to get along with you're easy to talk to it's like those things are huge you know um Sure. But yeah, well, that, okay. Well, I think this like question so far has been sort of a bomb question. Um, no offense, Michael. What are your What are your advantages and disadvantages? Oh yeah. Well, you asked. Interesting. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah, I care. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> um, I like it that you care. <laughs> don't Don't say money. I'm not gonna say money. That's the obvious one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Say whatever you want. Well, I think like my my main keep it pertaining to uh, bes- besides not being rich, which is you know a given. I'm not a rich person, and not having family connections who have money. Um, I think the other disadvantage was being um, in like an area where filmmaking wasn't really a thing going on that people were doing a lot of, and then. My parents. Oh, sure. They, yeah, I grew up in an area that wasn't. Happening. Right, right. Yeah, you could have said that. See, fail. <laughs> hey, your answer is great so far. But and also my highly relatable my parents, um, very loving people. Uh, they are not at all uh, social people. I mean, my mom more than my dad, but but. They weren't like they don't have a ton of friends. They have like a few friends. They don't go to things. They don't go out a lot, you know. And so I think like them being more introverted in that way, like made it so they didn't really. When I was like asking about filmmaking or like loving movies, it's like they didn't know anyone who could help me like learn more about it, you know, or like mm-hmm. whatever, like push me in the right direction, really, you know. Um, but maybe also I wasn't really thinking like that seriously about it when I was younger. I just loved movies more than anything, but I would never thought I could make one, you know, when I was a kid and it wasn't even until high school when I like started to, to do that, you know? So I don't know. I think that's sort of like the disadvantage part of it. Um, but I think the advantage part for me is probably 
being like, I don't know if I really call myself an extrovert, but I'm definitely more of an outgoing person. And I think, oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, I have a fucking podcast for crying out loud. Uh, <laughs> you seem very comfortable talking to new people. Yeah, yeah, and I very comfortable. I think that's probably what has helped because I've always been into asking questions. I've always been into to learning more. And I think when I was in college and I was, um, you know, starting my career and starting to you know, um, get out there. Like that, that was one of the things that helped me. And then also just being a hard worker and liking to work. Like I've always worked like since I was young, like I was even helping my, my dad wait tables when I was like five, when he used to work at a kitchen when, when I was a kid, like I would like help him take the soup from, you know, where he would serve it to the people and then maybe get a dollar (laughs) tip or whatever. So, I've always been like into working hard and I think that helped me too. Cause I did like five internships in college and, you know, was always trying to go after the best opportunity I could. And that led to a lot of great things for me in my career, even if it wasn't at that time, but like, you know, one of the, the best internship I got, the guy who was my supervisor there is the person who got me on the Francis Ford Coppola movie, like three years later. So you're saying that that happened because of who you knew, <laughs> basically, and because I'm just, and, is that am and I because understanding of my work correctly? ethic. I'm saying I think that's really what I'm <laughs> of saying. Of course, is, hey. is is not necessarily who I knew because I didn't know anybody. Well, you could have worked your ass off, but not befriended that dude. Yeah, but I mean, he was my boss. Like he was the guy who interviewed me for the job in the first place, who gave me the chance. You know. Um, hey, that's the right person. Right. To know. But I mean, I guess the thing that I'm saying that I always think about is that like, I didn't know anybody and there was no family connections, but I just went out there and I made my own connections. Right. He noticed you because of yeah. your hard work. Ethic. And I just figured it out. You know, it's like of you course. just go out there and you just do it. So I think that might be like the thing that's helped me do my filmmaking is just this like work ethic and this hunger for knowledge, you know? just sort of combined together has made it so that I'm able to go out and, you know, make my short films and, you know, have the, you know, whatever, the audacity to try something insane, even though I don't even know what I'm doing, <laughs> you know, like when I made strange thing, like I never worked hey, with a you know. puppet before or any of that stuff. I was just like, yeah, we'll figure it but out. That's how you learn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how you learn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you did figure it out. Um, Yeah. So yeah, it's interesting, but uh, we should probably wrap it up soon because we're we're coming close to an hour, or maybe over an hour. But um, w- okay, well you know, solo bolo doesn't have to be the full the full. No, hour. I know. We, I mean, I think we're already over an hour. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, we're over an hour. Boy, time flies. I know fun, it does. Doesn't it? it does. Um, but what I wanted to ask you was like for you as an artist, a filmmaker, um, a writer, an actor, however you want to answer the question, like what are some of the goals you have for 2019 that you're you're aiming your sights on? Like what are you looking to accomplish for the rest oh, of the year? God. Well, you know, I don't make New Year's resolutions anymore because they're always the same. I've yet to achieve uh, my goal. I want to make. Uh, well, you know, it's hard to say. I, I almost said I want to make a feature, um, right. but there's actually it's it's not as simple as that, right? Like, I'd love to just write a feature that gets made, 
mm. or or direct a fe- or act or star in a feature be a major part of a feature but didn't you already write <laughs> you know, a feature just, that got made i co-wrote a feature that got shot it is still being edited and uh a release date remains to be seen god bless you lucas colshaw i love you <laughs> one day it will be finished good I old know. lucas came out to our live show um, good, good on you gay <laughs> I I love Lucas. I yeah, love he's Lucas. really great guy. Uh, that's that. Hey, there you go. There's someone met pretty randomly at a little uh, get together put on by this podcast. Oh, that's where you met uh, him. The first that led time. to we made a short film together. I co-wrote a feature. Wow. I acted in that feature also. That's awesome. Anyways, yeah, and it just we made a point similar to that earlier. Yeah. I was calling back to no, but it's totally um, true. But my goals for this year are really just to uh, make more stuff. Last year, I, I I made a few things, mostly for other people. Um, but I want to make some of my own things this year. And uh, I, I'm working on like a bunch of feature, new feature screenplays that I need to finish. So those are like my two yeah. goals. I mean, I want writing to be my career. That's like the, that's always the every year. Okay, this is the year. I'm going to be a fucking writer and not need any other job by the end of the year. Uh, And I get, I'm inching closer and closer. Wait, but are you getting paid to write anything now? I have gotten paid to write things. I do get paid to write things on like a, uh, but on a much smaller scale than what would allow me to, you know, quit my day job. So you th- you think you're gonna do that by the end of this year, like become a full paid? Yeah, writer? well, I always think I'm gonna do it. That's why I, I was saying I don't really uh, bother declaring it. I'm just working towards it consistently until it happens. Nice. There you go. Well, that's I think that's a great way to look at it. Just like always, make it the goal, keep on going forward, and then don't beat yourself up if you don't do it by a certain timeline. Because I think that there kind is of no stuff sometimes happens for everybody at different times. Yeah, whenever it's going to happen. Um, all right, man. Anything else you want to say? Any last words? What? What? No. No. I don't want to open up a whole... I mean, I could talk no. to you for a lot longer, obviously. Okay. Well, we'll uh, save it for the next one then. Yeah. You know, sure. especially since you can't even put together a question. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Burn. Yeah. Big time. <laughs> you know, it's been it's been a long day at work. I'll come home. Yeah. I don't need this abuse. Yeah, no, you don't need it. Yeah, we we both don't need it. We but <laughs> I, I have to say I had a lot of fun on this episode. It wasn't what we were expecting that this tonight to go like, but No, not at um, all. Thanks for listening to me episodes. ramble. Yeah, totally. Um, if on. people hate this episode, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't listen to the show. <laughs> Just kidding. I mean, oh, I don't I know. Love this new I don't know. Oh, I don't boy. Know. I can only do so much. I've been feeling like I mean, I really want this podcast to grow and to, to become more than what it is now, but I barely have the energy to do just the bare minimum to keep it afloat. Like, I'm barely. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. I only. Right now. Dude, we recorded our last episode that we did together a month ago. I still haven't finished editing it. Yeah. 
it's it's a, it's a lot. I mean, I love it. I love every second of doing this show. That's why I probably of won't course, stop doing course. it for a, a really long time. But I just like I have all these grand ideas of like what I'm going to do with the show, and then I just I like just posting an episode once a week is like hard for yeah. me <laughs> to no do doubt. just because I have do the so other, many. Do the other uh, solo Boa guests? Do they do their own editing? Do they edit for you? Um, they edit one. They all edit one. Okay. Okay. Um, that's their goal. Their their okay. job. Just making um, sure I'm not but... the only one you're making work. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. no, they all edit one, and then I edit the other one. So they do mm-hmm. the guest episode, and then right, I do right, the right. solo bolo episode. Um, and then if we do more episodes after that, then it's up to them. Like you know, if they have time, some people simply don't have time to edit, and they like told me that ahead of time that they just don't have the capacity. And so I just record the episodes with them and then I have to find a way to edit it, you know? Wow. Um, which is totally cool. And I'm really like, yeah, happy so to have cool the people. Have a what? I said, yes. Yeah, so cool. Yeah. No, it's cool. I mean, <laughs> I, I love that Liz Michelle recorded an episode with me, you know, and yeah, she course, helped me course. find it. I'm just, I guess. I'm just being a dick. Yeah. To be funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you are very funny, so you know, don't ever stop that. Oh, um, last thing, uh, do you want to do this outro together? Since we did the intro together, or should I just do it? Like, how What's do you want to do? It? <laughs> What's that? You outro? have to read. Don't you have the Email thing in us? front of you? Oh, <laughs> sorry. No, I put it away. I'm sorry. Hold on. Oh my god. I can pull it back god. up. God. Um, part of me wants oh, to call out the guest who who good. didn't show up tonight no don't call him out let's have him on the show still and grill the shit out of him (laughs) i i i feel or just do a normal podcast with him it's fine he seems like a nice guy i mean yeah it's gonna be fun no matter what it's not about grilling it's about asking questions we're not gonna grill him I mean, I'm worried that he thought that we were and that's why he didn't want to be on the show (laughs) but I mean, these are like legitimate questions I ask myself that I would feel like asking him. I don't know. Anyways, we'll figure it out what happened later. Maybe he this just forgot. That could be too. I know he goes to bed at like seven o'clock, so it's probably past his bedtime. Um, he gets up really <laughs> early. I don't know. Yeah, well, I don't it's know past why. my bedtime too, so I don't like that excuse. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways, thanks okay. for listening. Thanks to Alric. For being the <laughs> main host with the most. Thanks to Kellerman for also being the host with the most. Appreciate it. Oh, thanks, buddy. Where, where can we find your work, Alric? My work? <laughs> you, you said you wanted um, me to read the outro, so that's what it says. Yeah, You're the other person uh, sure, on here, so where can, fine. We, where can we find your stuff? Uh, well, I'm going to have a new website out in a soon. While. Yeah, well, BrisselProductions.com currently, but soon AlricBrissell.com will be out. Oh, and that'll be, got the full um, name going. My more directory-focused um, website. And also, you know, I'll put my producer stuff on there and maybe my editing stuff. And it's just going to be more of a professional sort of freelancer-focused website and not like this, you know, weirdo production company that's not really a production company website which is what we have now which is no no good hmm. so what about your yeah, youtube work? or instagram uh yeah Ulrich uh 
uh, what is it? It's it's Ulrich B. <laughs> it's yeah, it's Ulrich B on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. All the same, guys. Ulrich's really losing it here. You gotta and support him. What? Where can people find you? Do you have a website? I think like you do, but every time I look I don't, for it, I don't I can't have find a website. It. I have. Uh, you <laughs> can go to my YouTube, which is YouTube.com/slash Kellerman Comedy Comedy with a K. Um, and I have playlists. (laughs) Real original. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I have playlists that include all the stuff that I've done on other people's channels and things like that. So there's a a lot of content there. Uh, And my Instagram has that award-winning show, Common Sense Kellerman, on it. Uh, Yeah. And I'm at Kellerman Writes a Lot. Wait, is it actually award-winning, or is it just, like, friend-winning? No, I just made that up. Okay. I also hate that, by the way, when people say award-winning filmmaker, blah blah blue blue. It's like, yeah, we're all award-winning filmmakers. Like, shove it up your ass. Like, unless you've won an Oscar, don't yeah, say award-winning award. filmmaker. Yeah, or a Grammy or an Emmy. Although you wouldn't win a Grammy if you're a filmmaker, but That's you know true. what I'm saying. Like, a DGA Spirit Award, maybe you can call yourself an award-winning. A legitimate like award. Yeah, not like. The Not award audience award uh, at the right. best visual Idaho effects at uh, you know uh, Comic Con San Francisco like that doesn't count you know um, hey hey it counts it counts you know what anybody yeah. listening if you have a fucking any kind of award at all you can call your content award winning yeah I mean don't listen to Alric you got to promote yourself. No one's going to respect you if you don't respect yourself. It's just so trite. It's just like what everyone says. I don't know. Well, yeah, dude, it's like all about building original... up the energy, building up the juice. That's what people, it doesn't matter. People you know, want the I, juice. I've, <laughs> seriously, I mean, you got to make yourself sound impressive. I mean, not all, not in a fake way, but you yeah. know, you, you can speak in a way that makes the things you've done sound better. Or yeah. re- what I should say is, as good as they are but remember from somebody just like yourself anybody you say that to like they're in their head they're like immediately knocking you down so yeah. you gotta like yeah, you yeah. gotta put it way up there so even when they knock you down well still yeah. pretty good fair enough um you can send an email to podcast at makingmoviesishard.com <laughs> if you have comments or uh, you want to get in contact with us. You want to tell Kellerman how great he is and how not Definitely jaded he do is. That. Definitely um, do I'll, that. I'll make sure to forward it to him. Um, if you have a suggestion for a better question than the one that and we just asked email, today. Just email to say how much you love Ulrich in the show. Seriously, it sounds like he really needs to know who's <laughs> listening. I mean, it's fine. Whatever. I don't Send us a picture of attention. yourself. Send us a picture. Yeah, I just think I, <laughs> Who's I used to listening? get lots more topic suggestions, a lot more questions. I haven't really gotten those a lot lately. And then I listen to like the Just Shoot a Podcast, and they're getting that stuff out of their ears. Yeah, but it's well, probably because they're in L.A. and they're fancy. Hey, you know, you know. all that stuff. Yeah, They have bigger guests on. Oh, uh, yeah, but is that really what I should be aspiring to, bigger guests? I guess I probably should. <laughs> oh, See, I have all kinds of, of problems, Kellerman. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying. I'll just... try to get somebody uh, slightly bigger on for you. Get 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 Billy Bob Thornton to be on the show. Could you do that, <laughs> Kellerman? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then what else? Oh, yeah, making movies is hard is also on Twitter and Facebook at mmih podcast. Yeah, what's going on and... on the Facebook community? Haven't seen much activity there. 
Yeah, there's people on doing stuff there. Yeah, oh, okay, happening. great. It's, it's I'm glad to see there's so yeah, much activity going on there. <laughs> You're just not on it. That's all. <laughs> You're not looking at it. But I think uh, one day I posed a question on there, and like two, there were like two likes and zero responses, and I was like, "Well, fuck everybody." Fuck you then. guys. <laughs> If it's not a short film that someone just made that they're looking for advice on, no one gives a shit on that. Basically, <laughs> that's not true. That's it not was true. no, um, it was it was it was about Common Sense Kellerman. I think I posted something uh, that yeah. was like, "Hey, what do you guys think is the merit of like having a ten second show? Is it is it even worth?" It, may, maybe maybe the answer is no. There is no merit. <laughs> I guess so. From that community, um, no respect and and. And please, if you like the show, tell a friend, help us get the word out, leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher, which we should have read iTunes reviews tonight since we had nothing to talk about. That should have been a thing that we did. You have iTunes reviews um, and we didn't read them? Probably. <laughs> I know there's some I haven't read. Well, let's uh, do it, baby. There's no time like today. Oh, my God. Okay. You want to do it right now? Why not? Let me, let me turn on iTunes. Let me find the goddamn things. Um... I bet you there. I really see. This is another reason why, because there wasn't really any, um, you know, uh, what's it called <laughs> reviews since um, since Timothy left. Like, so I just imagine that people just don't. That's really horseshit, care. everybody. You should be ashamed of yourselves. Well, I don't know. <laughs> uh, was that too much? I don't know. Was it? <laughs> people tell us is. Kellerman out of line here, or is he perfectly in line? <laughs> Are you even still listening anymore? Is anybody still <laughs> we'll listening? It off. We're in the middle of the outro. Yeah, I mean, maybe people <laughs> just do turn off the show when the outro starts. I wonder if that's true. And now people are like... The people who are still listening are going to get a little treat. And by treat, I mean some r- reviews, reviews of the show yeah. you're listening to right now. Exactly. See, we don't get very many written reviews. Uh, love Let's the podcast. Up, I'm an actress who is also trying to create, produce her own work, and I am so grateful for the plethora of information experience they've been offering these last three years. Oh, wow. I listen to them all the time when I'm driving, and their insight and suggestion help me learn a ton more about the production side of filmmaking. Thank you, Timothy and Ulrich. Five stars. Um, thank you so much, Rose. 8156.9. Really appreciate the Great wonderful job, Rose. review. I hope you're still listening now that Timothy's gone. You're stuck with old Kellerman. Yeah, old Kellerman. <laughs> so, so this review I didn't want to read on the show, but I'm going to read it anyways. Oh, I'm so um, glad you're doing it with me here. What's it say? What's it say? So, the title of the review is 172 was really the last straw. What? <laughs> By Jared Carmona, September 26. Uh, and then all it says is, he's making me feel like I've wasted my listening time when I could have listened to a different interview. Replace Timothy, period. Oh, boy. <laughs> Well, hey, yeah. I hope that person stuck it out because now we've replaced Timothy. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because he left. <laughs> maybe that, maybe that review maybe was what really back. pushed uh, Timothy out. Was he saw that review and he was like, "I'm done, I'm over." Oh, wow, that's so mean to Timothy. It I is actually, really mean. I'll be honest with you. I always really loved Timothy's 
uh, juxtaposing interview style with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because you are so nice and polite, and Timothy <coughs> was so cutthroat with his questions. Yeah. And I'm really trying to be diving. more cutthroat. I'm trying to be more deep Well, but he was also throat. like, I mean, it, it was beyond that. I'm, I'm obviously, you know, I, I'm being facetious, but you're, he, you're, you're exaggerating. Yeah. I'm exaggerating a little bit. He, he not cutthroat's not the right word is what I'm trying to, he was very thoughtful, but, and, and very like deep cutting. Huh, deep cutting. There you go. Yeah. Well, he was good. He always, asked I always the tough enjoyed questions. that. Yeah, I did not enjoy. To... You want to talk about negativity? Oh, that was oh. the other thing that I thought was weird about that guy calling me jaded and negative. Like, did you ever listen to an episode with Timothy? Oh yeah, he didn't call me jaded and negative. He called you jaded. And no, negative. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's no <laughs> way I'm more jaded and negative than Timothy. It's funny because that. Person... No offense, Timothy. Obviously, I love you, brother. I... I'm pretty sure that person also complained about Timothy a bunch, and then when <laughs> that when that episode that, came they're out, they're just a little sensitive, I think maybe. Yeah, because then he ended that 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 email by, by saying, "Bring Timothy back, please. I take it all back." <laughs> and uh, yeah, but obviously that's not happening. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, this went on way too long. Um, but for whoever for anyone who's if you're still, still there. Thanks for hanging in here, and uh, yeah, I and yeah, I think one person should write a review, just one person, so Anyone. that last review isn't a negative anti-Timothy <laughs> review. I just Anyone. don't want the last review to be Well, Timothy but be sucks. honest. If you also have a negative review, feel free to throw it up there. Yeah, you, know? you can write a negative <laughs> review about me and how like me keeping the podcast going was the stupidest decision of my life. <laughs> Put that on there. I don't care. That is I just feedback don't want Timothy Alric to needs. be the last. Yeah, if you feel like this has been a train wreck since Timothy left, <laughs> tell me. Um, I, you know, I, I honestly, know. I kind of thought it would be, and I don't think it has been. I think you've been doing a really great job <laughs> Thanks, of keeping man. it alive and keeping it interesting. I, I really do. I appreciate it. That's awesome. Well, on that high note, we're going to leave you. Thanks, Kellerman, for a fun episode. Thank you, Alric, um, for having me back. Goodbye. Thanks for course. listening. Yes. Have a great rest we'll do, of your day. We'll, we'll do many more. Uh, yeah, and talk to you guys next week.